Welcome to Enlightened Possibilities, the podcast that ignites your spirit and expands your mind. I'm your host, Dina Everson-Williams, and together we'll embark on a transformative journey of exploration and self-discovery. Join me as we delve into the depths of consciousness, unravel the mysteries of existence, and unlock the boundless potentials that reside within each of us. Through enlightening conversations with visionary guests, We'll bridge the gap between ancient wisdom and modern insights, uncovering the hidden realms of human potential. Get ready to challenge your perceptions, embrace the unknown, and embark on a quest for truth, meaning, and enlightenment. This is Enlightened Possibilities. Hello and welcome to the premiere episode of Enlightened Possibilities and we are so glad you're here. Our guest today is Jacqueline and we are so grateful for her presence here and all that she has to share about what it is to be an artist today, what life is like for artists today, and where she's going with her career. This is a very exciting interview for me because I've known this artist for such a long time. I've watched her in her career as it's grown and blossomed, and, and I'm so happy to share her with you. Let me introduce you now to Ms. Jacqueline. Hi. Hi, welcome. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. So tell us what's happening new in your world. Well, newly, I have put out a, or I'm putting out a new single. Congratulations. Thank you. It's been a long time coming because it's the first piece of music that I've put out since I was a signed artist with a girl group, which was a while back. Okay. So it's, it's exciting and it's, um, it's new. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> Tell me about the new part. Okay. You know, as an artist, there's a certain creative mindset that you keep you know, in order to stay creative throughout your day and evening, even. I left art and music and acting and everything for a while. And I, I decided to go into the corporate world. How long were you out of the music field? A long time. The artistic realm. We will just say a long, a long time. <laughs> okay. So then you must have started very early. I did. I, I did. I I started in the entertainment industry when I was about 16. 16. Okay. Yeah. And I guess that's about the average age for most folks. I don't know. I guess it depends. Okay. But um, for me, it was 16. It's all I knew. And by the time I decided to leave, I just, I looked at the people in the suits and I said, they look like they have it together. They look like they're <laughs> smart. Like they know something that I don't. And so I just wanted to try it. Okay. And I did. And it was not me, but I was able to do it. You could, you could get the work done. I could do it. I was good at it, but I, I felt like my artistic soul was dying. Oh, I know what that means. Yeah. So in turn, I felt like I was dying. And I said, I have to, I have to come back to life because I'm not really like feeling anything anymore. You know? Soulless. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a journey to get back to the pop, to the state that I'm in now. You know, creative mindset is so different from, like, the type of mindset it takes to do what I was doing. In the corporate world. Yeah, and I, I'm sure a lot of people can relate, but there's a whole mindset that goes with it. And 
Yeah, I just, it took a process of, I would say, about three and a half years to get back to this point. Well, I get that. That's a, that's, that's a lot of time. Yeah. So the journey itself has been from 16 to where you are now, we won't ask. And <laughs> so tell me then, where did you begin in your music? Well, I would say I started, of course, like most people do with friends in school, um, putting together groups. I would have to say, though, um, the turning, well, not the turning point, but the first thing I ever recorded, you know, I was in a friend's apartment and there was a group of us that would get together and write and record. And my friend's dad came in and said, "Okay, you guys, you have to sign up with BMI (laughs) and get your stuff registered. And I had no idea what that meant. But that was, I'd say, the beginning of me thinking professionally about music. Okay. Yeah. So what was the next step after? I mean, of course, you know, I did things with the school, like I was in choirs and bands and things like that. The choir. Let's let's go back to the choir <laughs> quickly. I remember that you took a trip overseas. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Yeah, I had a phenomenal teacher named Mike McCullough. And he, every year since that year that we went, he has made a way for his kids to travel to England and perform choral music in some of the world's most beautiful cathedrals and perform in these festivals that are there that are very um, well-known. And his choirs are amazing. And just most recently, I saw one of his choirs, because he's still doing it today. He is. I saw one of his groups on on PBS. Oh, my. Yeah. He's changing lives. He is. The idea that you can add to your resume, write it down, you can add to your resume something as amazing as singing in England. Where did you sing? Oh, we sang at a festival in Shrewsbury. Okay. You remember And that? And we, we sang all over. We sang in different areas there. We got to go to all kinds of places within England. It was very... Very cool. <laughs> so very, that's, I, I haven't been overseas to sing yet. Um, but I would like to know about when you got signed. Yeah. What was that journey like? Like I said, I just continued doing music. I I would stay in the studio as much as possible with friends and friends of friends. And, you know, eventually one day I um, was working with a friend of mine. And he got a call from New York, and they were looking for a third member of a girl group that they kind of already had some stuff in motion for. And although I was working with this producer friend, he said, you know what, this is a good opportunity for you. Why don't you go on and fly out and audition for him? And so I did. And that was the record deal that we got through Clive Davis with J Records. J Records? Okay. Mm -hmm. Jay Records, wasn't Clive Davis part of another record label? Jay Records was the label that he created. Um, before that, he was, you know, I believe it was Arista. Arista. And after that, I think he became head over RCA Music Group. Oh, RCA, wow. And then on and on and on. So, okay. so you worked with some heavy hitters. I mean, yeah, especially at the time. We, we, were, we were doing a lot of things with a lot of different people. We got to do a song with Eric Sermon. We did a song with Loon and the Bad Boy Camp. We 
We're doing a lot of things. Yeah. Was it your music in a in a in a movie? It was. Yeah. Our our song called Young and Sexy. Well, first of all, the group name was Lyric. Lyric. <laughs> <laughs> and our song, uh, our first single, Young and Sexy, was in a group in a movie called Hot Chick. Oh, mm-hmm. I remember that. It was also on the NBA Live soundtrack for. Um, the, the game NBA Live. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So three girls, mm-hmm. a girl group, Lyric, and how long were you guys together? Uh, we were together, I would say, about five years solid. You traveled overseas? We did. Group? Yeah, we were able to, thankfully, thanks to an uh, amazing team we had, Mr. Randall specifically, <laughs> um, we got to go and travel uh, to uh, Paris to France and other areas in France, mm-hmm. working with some some friends that we have there now, that are was, in the industry as well. What was that like? That was awesome. Tell me. It was on, great. I mean, we were tell me all we were it. in Paris, and our song was playing on the radio. It was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> our song's on the radio. Yeah. And then, um, you know, we were performing that night at a club. Um, and it was great. It was a lot of fun. And, um, you know, we had to learn how to say, you know, my name is Je m'appelle Jacqueline. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, different very things. So it's very cool. It's fun. Um, beautiful country, beautiful city. And we were able to work with some DJs out there, some of the big DJs out there to produce a couple songs while we were there as well. Uh, my, my, my memory is just clicking and, and, didn't you work with one of the guys, or maybe more than one? Um, what was the name of that group? Um, not Boys to Men. A B C B B D. <laughs> oh, that? you're talking about Belvim to That's the word. Okay. Yeah. No, I was I was able to sing backup for for a short time for Ricky Bell, which was cool. And I was able to go and uh, perform with him on, like, Soul Train and, like, some of the BET shows, BET Very Live, cool. and different things that they had. So it was really fun. You've done quite a bit. It was a lot of fun. So, what is life as an artist like now, after the corporate era? After, okay. It's very different. <laughs> Whereas before, you know, you kind of know your routine for the day. You, you get up. You get dressed, you go to work, you come home, you eat, you go to bed. That's pretty much the majority of it, right? Which is great. And and for some people, having that stability is comforting. Mm-hmm. For me, I kind of like the unexpected in my day and the unexpected in my week okay. to have something different every day. Um, it kind of gives me life. <laughs> yeah, it's a surprise in the morning. Yeah, you know, I mean... I have my own schedule that I stick to for structure Mm because that's important. But from day to day, it's different. So, you know, I have my I get up early. I do my things that I need to do around the house. I I work out. I eat all the normal things. But Mm -hmm. then it's straight into I do my vocal exercises. Um, I'm writing usually in the morning. Sometimes that's the first thing I'm doing is I wake up with an idea and I got to get right in the studio and and write or start making the music for it um, because when when an idea comes you have to catch it so, so you're blessed to have a studio in your home thank god <laughs> so the idea comes in and you can go right away and take right care of it. right lay it down yeah. lay down the tracks first or do you have a, a system with the way you produce the music um it depends on how the song comes um sometimes i hear kind of 
the whole thing and and mm-hmm. I hear the music and like a melody. Sometimes I hear just a melody mm-hmm. and an idea for like maybe some drums or something like that. But usually I hear the music and maybe like a line. Oh. And then I go from there. Okay. Music yeah. first. Yeah. Meaning the melody or, or instruments. Instruments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I love that. Yeah. For me, it's a bit different. I get the whole song. Okay. And then add the instrumentation later. You mean like lyrics? Um, get lyrics? I get the lyrics and the melody. Oh, wow. So music flows in and then I add the arrangement. Okay. You know, after the fact. But I love your method because you already know what you have. And you get to fill in more of your soul, your soulness. I like that. You get to <laughs> add your soulness to it. Okay. So tell us, what are you doing now? So now I am just starting to promote my first single. It's called Music Alive. Mm. And, you know, I'm putting this out under Ascension Music, which is our own label. Wonderful. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, So it's a learning process, you know. But Music Alive is the first song. And, um, yeah, I'm excited. What kind of music is it? Or will it be a a mixture of different styles? Well, definitely my music has become a mixture and a blend of different styles. This song in particular has a kind of like an 80s pop feel to it. Oh, we like the 80s. Yeah, I I do too. Best music, (laughs) the best music. I mean, but I love the 90s too, and I love the 2000s. I mean, I love, I do love old school style music, though, I do. It's my age, my era. I get it. And I see why. Yeah. So what would you like the audience to know about you? Well, I'm thinking um, there's a lot more to learn (laughs) because I'm evolving every day. Every day. (laughs) So um, as I was saying about the new song that I'm I'm releasing, um, it's been a journey, a musical journey as well. So I just want to share the evolution of the art I'm creating with everybody. And, Wonderful. Know, yeah. And, and I've been blessed to hear a lot of your music. <laughs> and I would just like to say the world needs to hear it. Thank the you. The world needs to hear it. And Thank what you. I can do is um, I, I will make available for all of you um, some samples. Can I do that? Yeah. Okay, we'll make available some samples of of Jacqueline's music for you. You will enjoy it, let me tell you, because not only does it have something um, to say, there's a message in her music, but boom, 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 boom. It makes your body move. (laughs) It makes you move. So I'm looking forward to the release date, which is... Well, um, July 7th. July 7th, the music is coming out. Mm -hmm. And can we pre-order that now? Yeah. So tell us how to do it. What do we need to do? There's so many opportunities today. Well, you can see me um, on IG at Jacques.Lean. Spell that. J-A-C-Q dot L-E-E-N. Okay. Um, And there's a link there that will take you to pre-save or will take you to the song itself. Now, I'm sorry, which platform was that? Um, Instagram. Okay. Yeah. So on Instagram, go to her Instagram page. I'm also on Facebook, same way, Jacques.Lean. And then there's the website, Ascension Music 
music with a K, ascensionmusic.com, and you'll see me there as well. So tell us about Ascension Music. Um, Ascension Music is essentially a group of creatives consisting of producers, writers, and me. (laughs) I'm one of those. Um, And we create music for ourselves, artists. Um, There's a couple of artists that um, produce music for TV and film. Mm -hmm. And another one that creates music for, um, for other media. So... Yeah. When you say other media, what are we what are we talking about? Um, you know, internet type things like, okay. like a, you know, YouTube. So or music for podcasts, music for podcasts, all of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so make sure to hit me up with that because I I would like to really investigate some beautiful thematic music to take people on the journey. Yeah, now, depending on what we're talking about. So today we're we're meeting and talking with Jacqueline Kennedy. Artist extraordinaire. And thank you so much for joining us today. Again, I am Dina Efferson Williams, and this is Enlightened Possibilities. You want to breathe in the future and live in the now. And that's what we're about here. I'm so happy that you've joined us. We're going to take just a few more minutes and see what Miss um, Kennedy has left for us. Mrs. Kennedy? Jacqueline. Jacqueline. <laughs> The artist Jacqueline, would you like to share a little bit more before we go? Sure. Um, I will be releasing some more music later on this year as well, Um, in in the fall and then again in the winter. Okay. So more to come. Do we already have the songs chosen or you're still in the creation mode? I do. I do have the songs somewhat chosen. I'm still kind of playing with them a little bit to make sure they're the ones I want to put forth, but... Yeah, I pretty much have an idea. Okay. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Well, let's see. I mean... I actually have a question. Oh, It just literally it. popped in. Yeah. So, I've heard people describe you as an angel, and I have personally described you as God walking. Let's talk about yeah. music and spirituality. Okay. So, let's go back to your youth. As a youth, a young artist a young performer out there in the world doing hip-hop was it uh it was hip-hop r&b at the time okay Mm -hmm. so what was it like to be a spiritual person working in the field in that particular genre you know at first it was it was fine i actually was coming from a different world i was coming from a small town in la and i was going to Newark, New Jersey, and New York. And um, the environment was totally different. So it was a very different experience for me initially. But because I was kind of thrown in and we just really got moving quickly, there wasn't really time for me to think about it. Mm -hmm. I just was there. And so... I was grounded when I came and I, that kind of carried me through for a good while, even through a lot of fast paced stuff. It wasn't until later down the road, I feel like I started to change. And I think I only started to change because I, I was started to try instead of just being, I started to try. Oh, important. Did you catch that? Did you catch that? (laughs) 
I started trying and not just trying because obviously, you know, do your best, but it wasn't that. It was like I was trying to fit in, I think, mm. caring a little bit too much about what my peers thought slash felt about me in more of like an insecurity kind of way. Got it. So because of that, I felt like I started to just kind of lose my ground a little bit, mm. my grounding. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of got me off balance a little bit. Visiting home often helped, but I didn't get to do that very often because we were so busy. And so far away. And so far away. Yeah. But um, I think that was one of the main reasons why um, things just kind of settled and, and kind of had to end. I don't think directly, but maybe indirectly, like it was just time, mm-hmm. maybe. I needed to like come back to myself and learn who I was again, you know. Regroup. Regroup, yeah, yeah. Well, I admire you. I admire your self-reflective choices because a lot of people probably would have stayed in the environment because after all, it's, you know, depending on your perspective, a glamorous situation to be in. I'm flying all over the world. I'm singing with these groups. I'm singing with famous people. I'm on stages performing and I'm using my gifts and lots of people get to see concerts and venues. It's amazing to think about. Yeah. But if you're not being you while you're doing it, none of it's real. None of it, none of it carries any real weight. So I'm very impressed that such a young person was able to come to those conclusions without any one inputting any information regarding that. Right. Yeah. I mean, you kind of know. You, you know? feel yourself. <laughs> you this is yourself. not me anymore. This is not me. Yeah. This yeah. is not who I am. I get that. Well, yeah. so now. So one of the one of the turning points that kind of made me wake up a little bit was I came home one day and my dad was picking me up from the airport. And um, I got so used to, you know having a driver and people, (laughs) oh no, don't touch those bags. Oh no, we got it. You, you be the artist, get in, you know, get in the car. (laughs) Don't, you know. And so I came home, just got off a flight, got to LAX, walking out the doors. I see my dad in his truck. He doesn't pull over to the curb. He's just in the flow of traffic and he kind of stops in the middle. And then I'm just waiting, like I'm thinking, oh, he's going to pull over. He's going to get out. No. (laughs) And so I'm waiting there. And then I'm like, okay, I guess he's not coming. So I start making my way to the car and I stand there with my bags. And I'm like, aren't you going to get my bags? Aren't you going to get my bags? He must have given me the craziest look. And he was like, get in the car. (laughs) I think that was like one of those wake up moments where you're like, whoa, who am I who right am now? I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that story. I've never heard that one. That was funny. Oh, man, your dad must be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's a real um, down to earth, work hard kind of guy. You know, no fluff. No fluff. No fluff about him. Yeah. So get in the car. Yeah. Carry your bags yourself. Okay. You know, it's a good lesson. There's nothing wrong with that. A good reminder. A good reminder. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we are all stars. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But we do have the ability to take care of ourselves, and, and I'm grateful for that. But it's so nice when others assist and it's, you. it's a privilege. It's a privilege. Don't expect. <laughs> yes. And be appreciative. And be appreciative. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Okay. So what else is happening in your life? I have been for the last four years or the last three years, I would say, studying acting. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely something that's um, on the horizon as well. Yeah. And and how are you enjoying it? I love it. I love it. It's it's a whole different art form that a whole different performance art form that is, you know, using emotion and your soul and your body and your it's just it's beautiful. Um and there's so much to it. You know, when you see someone acting, you're just like, Oh, that's easy, you can do that, I can do that. It's a whole nother thing. And, you know, I, I got into acting back in the day just a little bit, though. Like, I, I dipped my toe in. And and actually, my girl group and I, we were in a movie. Oh. It was an independent film. But, um, you know, that was kind of like the first film that I ever got to do. It was really cool. What was the movie? Um, it was a little uh, independent film. It was called Destination Fame. Oh. And it featured um, the singer Mario and Jordan Knight was in it, and Cuba Gooding was in oh it, and we even had Mr. Joe Jackson in it with us. So it was it was pretty cool and fun to like work with everyone and meet everyone. But it was just fun to do. It was a lot of fun to to to, to act and uh, be a part of you know a cast and help tell the story. It tell was, it was the fun. stories, and I'm sure you're a great storyteller. I mean, as a singer songwriter, you would have to be so. Let's bring it brown again to your spirituality. Okay. The work you're doing now, mm-hmm. how does that rest with you in terms of your spiritual life? I mean, I feel like all art comes from spirit, honestly. So it's just like an expression, you yes. know? So, and that expression comes out in different forms. Yes. That could come out through the writing of a, of a script. Mm-hmm. The writing of a song, a poem, the music, um, it comes out in so many different ways. And I feel like all of it is an expression of spirit. And it's that's why it's all beautiful. And that's why it's hard to say, like, this is better than that is or that is. I mean, execution is one thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, the art itself is, it's, it's just, it's beauty. It's just love. It's expression. It's. Soul, it's spirit, you know, so it's God, yeah, you know, yeah. (laughs) So, a lot of we to judge, right? (laughs) Right, (laughs) exactly. And so, a lot of times, that's why I take it so seriously. Like, when a song, when I get inspired to write a song, I take it very seriously because it's, it's a gift. Wow, I haven't heard it that way before. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's a gift that's given to you in a moment and you have to capture it and bring it forth. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Capture the gift and bring it forth. I mean, honestly, that is the epitome of how the song Music Alive came to be because it's kind of a promise to bring that through. Like when it comes, use it. When inspiration comes, use it. Don't sleep on it. When inspiration comes to you, 
realize how much of a gift it is and take advantage of it in that moment because inspiration can come and then leave just like that. Mm-hmm. So like there's an energy that comes with that gift. It's like fuel. Just use it. Let it let it do its thing. Let it grow and become something. You know, everything starts inside. And then when you put the work in, it's something that everyone can share, hear, see, feel. So when inspiration comes, use it. You know, what a beautiful way to end the show. When inspiration comes, use it. (laughs) We have had such an amazing guest today on our premiere show. And I, I don't want to say goodbye because it's there's I, I enjoy listening to you. I just simply you. enjoy listening to you and you have a lot to say. And I pray, it is my prayer that you allow yourself to continue to give of your many, many gifts. Your talent is clearly unbounded. And I'm so grateful that you have chosen to share the God's gift with the rest of us. The gifts that have been given to you are blessings and you're blessing us with them. So thank you for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank what you so much. What a wonderful time <laughs> I've had with you today. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there anything that you'd like to to leave our guests? Uh, check out Music Alive on streaming platforms, as well as IG, Facebook, any of the social media ne- um, networks, Music Alive and me, Jacqueline. (laughs) (laughs) And you will enjoy it. Believe me, you will enjoy it. I was dancing and rocking. Yeah, really, really great music. Um, So thank you for joining us today. I look forward to the next time we are together. This is Enlightened Possibilities. And remember, yours are full of enlightenment. The possibilities are endless. So we will see you next time. Check us out at dinaefferson.com and I look forward to seeing you soon. Have a great day. Bye-bye. I hope our conversation has ignited a spark within you and expanded the horizons of your mind. Remember, the journey of self-discovery and enlightenment is an ongoing process. Take the insights you've gained and let them fuel your personal growth and transformation. Join us next time as we continue to explore the infinite possibilities that lie within and beyond. Until then, keep seeking, keep expanding, and always embrace the enlightened possibilities that await you. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Possibilities. Enlightened Possibilities.